Thank you for tuning in to today's reading of the Whole Holy Bible in a Year. I'm Mike Householder, pastor at Lutheran Church of Hope in West Des Moines, Iowa, and I want to encourage you to continue to dive into these daily readings from God's inspired and living word. It's a healthy spiritual habit that will strengthen your faith and bless your soul. Let's start with today's reading from the New Testament, read to you by a member of our church from the New Living Translation. Acts chapter 2. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames, or tongues of fire, appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be, they exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Here we are, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, the province of Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the areas of Libya around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, and we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean, they asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, they're just drunk, that's all. Then Peter stepped forward with the eleven other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs of the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him as you well know. But God knew what would happen and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to a cross and killed him. But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life. For death could not keep him in its grip. King David said this about him, I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope. For you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. Dear brothers, think about this. You can be sure that the patriarch David wasn't referring to himself, for he died and was buried and his tomb is still here among us. But he was a prophet. 
and he knew God had promised with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on his throne. David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. So God raised Jesus from the dead, and we are all witnesses of this. Now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us just as you see and hear today. For David himself never ascended into heaven. Yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. That was our New Testament reading for today. To learn more and better understand these daily Bible readings, Join us for Worship at Hope on weekends, where we'll preach on the assigned readings from the previous week, and tune into my weekly podcast, Pastor Mike Drop Live, for a more in-depth discussion of the passages from Scripture that we're reading. Our goal isn't just that you know what the Bible says, but that you'll learn to live it out in daily life. With that in mind, let's continue now with today's Old Testament reading. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 The descendants of Judah were Perez, Herzon, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Shobal's son Reiah was the father of Jahath. Jahath was the father of Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. The descendants of Etam were Jezreel, Ishma, Idbash, their sister Hezalelponi, Penuel, the father of Gedor, and Ezer, the father of Husha. These were the descendants of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the ancestor of Bethlehem. Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives named Hela and Neer. Neera gave birth to Ahuzam, Hefer, Temeni, and Heashtari. Hela gave birth to Zareth, Izhar, Ethnin, and Koz, who became the ancestor of Anab, Zobabah, and all the families of Aharal, son of Haram. There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. 
Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Kelab, the brother of Shua, was the father of Mir. Mir was the father of Eshton. Eshton was the father of Beth Rapha, Pasia, and Tehenna. Tehenna was the father of Irnahash. These were the descendants of Rechah. The sons of Kenez were Othniel and Sireah. Othniel's sons were Hatheth and Meonathai. Meonathai was the father of Ophrah. Sierra was the father of Joab, the founder of the Valley of Craftsmen, so called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were Eru, Elah, and Nahum. The son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalalel were Ziph, Ziphah, Terah, and Ezra. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Mered, Epher, and Jalon. One of Mered's wives became the mother of Miriam, Shemei, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoah. He married a woman from Judah who became the mother of Jered, the father of Gedor, Heber, the son of Soko, and Jacuthiel, the father of Zenoah. Mered also married Bithia, a daughter of Pharaoh, and she bore him children. Hodiah's wife was the sister of Naham. One of her sons was the father of Kila, the Garmite, and another was the father of Eshtemoah, the Maacathite. The sons of Sheman were Amnon, Rena, Ben-Hanan, and Telon. The descendants of Eshai were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. Shelah was one of Judah's sons. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the father of Lekah, Laeda, the father of Marisha, the families of linen workers at Beth Ashbia, Jochim, the men of Kozabah, and Joash and Seraph, who ruled over Moab, Jeshubi Lehaim. These names all come from ancient records. They were the pottery makers who lived in Nataim and Gedorah. They lived there and worked for the king. The sons of Simeon were Jamul, Jamin, Jerib, Zohar, and Shal. The descendants of Shal were Shalom, Mibsam, and Mishma. The descendants of Mishma were Hamuel, Zachar, and Shimei. Shimei had six sons and six daughters, but none of his brothers had large families. So Simeon's tribe never grew as large as the tribe of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Molada, Hazarshul, Bilhah, Ezem, Tolad, Bethul, Hormah, Ziklag, Beth Markabath, Hazar Susam, Beth Birai, and Shearaim. These towns were under their control until the time of King David. Their descendants also lived in Etam, Aen, Rimen, Token, and Ashen, five towns and their surrounding villages as far away as Balath. This was their territory, and these names are listed in their genealogical records. Other descendants of Simeon included Meshobab, Jamlech, Josha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Joshabiah, son of Sareah, son of Aziel, Elioenai, Jaekobah, Joshohiah, Asaiah, Adiel, Jezemiel, Benaiah, and Ziza, son of Shiphai, son of Alon, son of Judea, son of Shimri, son of Shimea. These were the names of some of the leaders of Simeon's wealthy clans. Their families grew and they traveled to the region of Gerar, in the east part of the valley seeking pasture land for their flocks. They found lush pastures there, and the land was spacious, quiet, and peaceful. Some of Ham's descendants had been living in that region. But during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah, these leaders of Simeon invaded the region and completely destroyed the homes and descendants of Ham and of the Meonites. No trace of them remains today. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its pasture land for their flocks. Five hundred of these invaders from the tribe of Simeon went to Mount Seir, led by Pelatiah, Neriah, Rephaiah, and Uziel, all sons of Ishai. 
They destroyed the few Amalekites who had survived, and they have lived there ever since. Chapter 5 The oldest son of Israel was Reuben. But since he dishonored his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines, his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records as the firstborn son. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the nation, but the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the oldest sons of Israel, were Hanok, Palu, Herzon, and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemaiah, Gog, Shimei, Micah, Reaiah, Baal, and Beerah. Beerah was the leader of the Reubenites when they were taken into captivity by the king Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria. Beerah's relatives are listed in their genealogical records by their clans. Jeiel, the leader, Zechariah and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Aror and Nebo and Baal-Meon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. During the reign of Saul, the Reubenites defeated the Hagrites in battle. Then they moved into the Hagrite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Gad lived in the land of Bashan, as far east as Selica. Joel was the leader in the land of Bashan, and Shapham was second in command, followed by Jani and Shaphat. Their relatives, the leaders of seven other clans, were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jachin, Ziah, and Eber. These were all descendants of Abihail, son of Hurai, son of Jeroah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshishai, son of Jado, son of Buzz. Ahai, son of Abdiel, son of Gunai, was the leader of their clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead and Bashan, and its villages throughout all the pasturelands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. There were 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. They waged war against the Hagrites, the Jedarites, the Naphishites, and the Notabites. They crowded to God during the battle, and he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. So the Hagrites and all their allies were defeated. The plunder taken from the Hagrites included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Many Hagrites were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. The half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread throughout the land from Bashan to Baal Hermon, Sanir, and Mount Hermon. These were the leaders of their clans, Ephir, Ishai, Eliel, Hezrel, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, and Jadiel. These men had great reputations as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. But these tribes were unfaithful to the God of their ancestors. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. So the God of Israel caused King Pul of Assyria, also known of Tilgath-Pileser, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh as captives. The Assyrians exiled them to Hala, Habor, Hara, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this day. That concludes today's readings. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this journey with us through the whole Holy Bible in a year. To more easily find this daily Bible reading podcast, hit the subscribe button. On behalf of all our Bible readers and the whole podcast crew here at Hope, 
I'm Mike Householder. Tune in again tomorrow, and I hope to see you at Hope for worship this weekend.